Welcome to another episode of I Call Next, where a group of guys from the D.C. suburbs call next on all the biggest sports topics of the week. And there's no sports topic bigger than the NFL in the United States of America and the world, maybe, for that matter. And week one of the NFL is in the books. How you guys doing? Living the dream. Living the dream. If you're a Washington football fan, you're not living the dream. And actually, if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan after week one, you might not be living the dream either, um, despite looking decent. Yeah, I wouldn't stress that. If, if, if you put up performance against like that, against the uh, reigning camp, that that's, sucks you want to get a W, but it's still good. It's not bad. It wasn't bad. So that was the game that kicked off the season. The reigning Super Bowl champs, Tampa Bay, hosting the Dallas Cowboys. And it was a three-point game, right? Uh, actually, two-point game. Hell of a good game. Um, I think the main topic or the main thing that everybody was waiting to see was how would Dak come back from the injury? What did you think? Looked awesome. Uh, I thought it was mind-blowing. Both quarterbacks six times the attempt the game up third. Uh, Dak looked good. Zeke uh, did not. But we know that they're going against a pretty elite defense as well. And I, I had my that they may try to uh, box. I mean, he only had 11 carries, held up 33 yards, but the rest of the team looked like he was doing well. Amari Cooper, he had just 40 yards. They targeted him times. Clearly, that was a favorite dump off. He caught 13. So, you know, that's going. Um, I believe Lamb had a touchdown as well. Um, Gallup, overall, I like it. Uh, looked good. Uh, defensively, we're all right. Um, Hey, it, it looks way better than what we were last year. I'm, I'm okay. I know we lost. I'm happy. Definitely shows you the difference that a, a good quarterback can make, right? Yeah. Uh, everybody's saying that Elliott didn't look good. Honestly, I thought he looked great. Um, he only got the ball 11 times, and that's play calling, right? Yeah. That's not on him. Well, but he was asked to pass protect a lot, and I thought he was like a stud giving Dak more time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's kind of basically, yeah, what I was leading to like 60 attempts at throwing. The run game not, wasn't that, was that apparent. Right? Uh, Pollard had more stats than he did, but we knew that was, they weren't trying to run it, they were trying to throw it. And he, yeah, like you said, he did what he was asked. I mean, didn't, how, didn't that Bucks lose one of their corners like, like midway through the first half, right? Like, why not throw against it? You can't run against that defense, right? Like, at the end of the day, like, they brought 22 guys back on the team, right? 11 of those guys on defense, right? So it's a I big mean, deal. At the end of the day, right, what what was crazy is the Cowboys went up, okay? So they went up, but there's too much time left to Tom yeah. Brady and got within right. Um, might have been a controversial call, but I, I'll let it go. It's not that big a deal. Could have gone either way. They, I think they pushed off the show. You know, we all talked about it a little bit, but at the end of the day, whichever way they call it live, Okay, with um, that's not the only signing commit of the game, but a uh, little, little on edge about that. But overall, still a great game. I mean, what you're going against one of the greatest of all time, right? Leave time on the clock, the clock at zero. You know that Tom Brady come back in the game. She did. So to start the season, Tom Brady already has a fourth quarter like comeback victory. <laughs> already starts the season off like that. Man, that's, that's wild. Which I was, was telling. Uh, it was yeah. a great comeback because I think he threw a pick, right? Uh, I think he threw yeah. a pick. I was like, ooh, I don't know. And then, yeah, you can Tom Brady. That's the only thing that Dallas did wrong was give, give Tom Brady too much time. That's it. That's, at the end of the day, you just gave the GOAT too much time. 
to do goat things. That's all it is. And that's not the worst. Like there are teams that are having bigger question marks right now coming out of week one than that, than losing to Tom yeah, Brady, whatever. But that retrospectively, you can say that, but the Cowboys couldn't do clock management and try to score at the same time, right? They had to, they had to take the lead on field goal. No, no, of course. You got to take the point. So it's not like they're even trying to do that. They're like, we just need to score. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's like, what were you going to do? Like, you're not, not going to score. You can't waste time and then be in a situation where you don't win because you didn't want to give Tom Brady time. So you didn't, you, you used all of it. So I get it. I'm, I'm not faulting anyone. What for I that. will say is what was, what was the bad part about that game? Right. Get Greg Sterling uh, coming in. He was like, what, one for three? Like, he, he might have taken one super deep one, I think. But beyond that, like, he missed a pretty easy one. And at the end of the day, every point against like that count, like, you have to take three or six points that you get every single time, which is all yeah. in the game is a point game. So that is that, that is where I'll leave it at for kicking these through on points that you take. Yeah. It was That's not. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying it was a. It was a. It was a great way to start the season. It was a fun game to start the season on. Oh, yeah. Like it was. It lived up to the hype. Said even though we lost, which I hated, I I thoroughly enjoyed watching the game. It was fun. And I know that we have to build off first game back against the bet. That's awesome. Yep. As for the other team that we closely follow on this show, the Washington Football Team, unfortunately, also lost. And um, Gogo, what was your take on the game? Overrated defense. Um, we, I mean, no, that's not. It's not just that. Justin Herbert is a stud. He got the ball out quick every single time, and that's what you have to do against a defense that's going to rush. And he did. It. He's he looks like a stud, man. He looks like a stud. That's what I learned out of that game. And yeah. and and we should have traded for Mike Williams two years ago. That's the other thing that I realized. But yeah, Herbert was the real deal, which shouldn't be a surprise to any of us, right? Uh, the reigning offensive rookie of the year from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, this team lost five games with three points or less last season. They ended mm-hmm. the season with seven wins. They could have very well had double-digit wins last year, if not for a few close calls that didn't go their way. Um, yeah, I'm also disappointed in Washington's defense. I wasn't that high on them going into the season, so I'm not completely surprised. Later, we'll be talking about our biggest surprises and disappointments from week one. But Washington is not the biggest disappointment for me because I wasn't not. expecting them to be as amazing as local um, fans here thought that they were. But the biggest news coming out of Washington is not the loss. It's their quarterback. Um, huh. Ryan Fitzpatrick, the biggest hype all offseason, the guy who was going to bring the veteran leadership to possibly carry this team and carry that great defense to victories, is now gone. He's on IR. I think they said six to eight weeks. Um, does that impact your perspective on what their ceiling might be this year, Pete? Yes. I think uh, I think last year that you don't have a true starting quarterback for your full right? I think you have it's basically what he was doing in Miami, right? They brought him in because you know he can be a momentum swinger based off of however rut you might get. So you like having him because he's got the veteran experience. You can put him in at any time and he's ready to throw that ball. He's not scared. He will he'll make the passes that you don't think he can make. Which is what we, I think, we're, you know, we're starting to see with Heineken. He's getting there, but he's not, not that veteran status of where what we always talk about it is the route truly open, or do you throw the ball before it's open, which Fitzpatrick does well. I think the balance that you guys needed was between both those guys, him giving that veteran leadership, and then also giving Heineken the chance to, you know, move the ball down the field. But when when the pressure comes, you might as push in for a quarter, or a game, or depending on what kind of defense you're playing, you might need one or the other, right? 
And I think now that you have the lack of that, you're straight focusing on Heineke. And if Heineke gets hurt, who do you have after that? I will say that I will say that Heineke looked good. Heineke was not the reason we lost. We lost because Gibson just dropped the ball uh, at the goal line. That's like that. That was a momentum swing at the end of the day, right? But I will also say that like we're, we're supposed to be relying on this defense to do something, and like the line looked bad. Brandon Sheriff is untradeable now. Like looks, he looks untradeable. Like there's so many holes where like the receivers couldn't get open outside of Terry McLaurin. Like Terry, uh, what? And, and if you only have one receiver, and eh, what are you going to do? Like, Heineke wasn't the problem at the end of the day. I think, I think he's – I hope he gets to start moving forward and we don't go get Cam Newton. I don't want Cam Newton at this point. Yeah, I mean, I understand Heineke wasn't the problem, but based off the way that Arash is asking what he said, right? Like, guys, what he threw? He threw for 120 yards and 15 attempts, right? You have Justin Herbert that threw almost 50 attempts in the game and put up almost 350 yards. Going forward, I think – what Fitzpatrick gave you was be able to make those extra attempts, throw that ball down. I, I mean, sure, Heineke wasn't bad. He did 11-15, but can he throw 30, 40 times without making turnovers, without making mistakes? I mean, we don't have an option. I, I'd rather be Heineke. I, I'm more so saying Heineke versus Kyle Allen. I really hope Kyle Allen does not see the field. I'd rather go Owen whatever with Taylor Heineke than go Owen whatever with um, – sure. Kyle Allen, because I mean, that makes sense. Fitzpatrick's not even in the picture anymore. He's IR. He's done. His hip is done. I don't even know if he's coming back. So, I, right. I'm saying no. him versus um. The same thing. I agree with Heineke. Arash's question was, "How do you feel with Fitzpatrick gone?" So that's no, what I mean. Now your sole, yeah, sole quarterback is sure. Heineke. If he goes down or not there, you don't have a back. At least not I mean, what you feel comfortable with. I mean, then then if Heineke goes down, we're calling Cam Newton. That's like going to be un. That's not, that's, there's no other possibility. No brainer. You might as well take somebody else. I, I, I think differently, right? They traded last year a fifth round pick to bring Kyle Allen. So obviously they wanted him. They re-signed Kyle Allen when he was an unrestricted free agent this offseason. So two years in a row, they've gone out of their way to make sure Kyle Allen is on this team. I do think they like him. And if he needs to play, I don't think they would go out of their way to bring in Cam Newton or anybody else to play over Kyle Allen. Now, obviously, if Kyle Allen also somehow gets hurt on top of Taylor Heineke getting hurt, then you need to bring in someone. But I don't think they would go get someone to play over Kyle Allen. They've showed us two years in a row they're willing to trade and spend money to keep Kyle Allen on this roster. You're not just keeping him as a backup role if he needs to be playing. Um, but anyways, let's move on to bigger topics. I, Tyler, Taylor Heineke, I'm happy rolling the dice with him. I think he has been labeled a starter for Thursday Night Football, Washington versus New York. And we'll see how he does. You know, he's a, he's a backup quarterback. He's a very average quarterback. He does a few things good. But biggest surprises, and then we'll move to biggest disappointment around the league. It could be anybody, not just two, our two favorite teams that we talked about. Um, let me start, if you guys don't mind. My sure. biggest surprise, um, honestly, it's the Saints. Jameis Winston. You took my – actually, it's not a surprise for me because I told you all that he's going to be the most improved player. I told you all. <laughs> I, I'm going to say two things. And they're going to contradict each other. Okay. That game was the biggest surprise for me for week one, yeah. especially yeah. Jameis Winston's performance. Um, you could also say the Packers, or I guess that would be a disappointment. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Saints is my biggest surprise, but I will also preface it by saying that game is an anomaly. I don't think the Saints are going to play as well as they did. Obviously, they can't probably mimic that performance because that was a godly performance, but I think they're going to have an awful season. I don't know how. 
based on what we just saw in week one, but I just, I don't believe it. I don't believe Jameis Winston can do that. I will Biggest give you, surprise. Can, I, can I give you a bold take on what you just said? Mm-hmm. I bet you when we play them in what, four weeks? Uh, okay, October 10th, we play them, right? I bet they're undefeated going into that. That is bold. I think they're going to be undefeated going to that. But also, let me just preface this with they're playing the Panthers, Patriots, and Giants before that. So they'll be 4 0 coming into that, in my opinion. The but thing th- is, Jameis Winston, five touchdowns, mad respect, 14 passes for 148 yards. We were just talking about Heineke, right? 11 for 15, 122 yards. Jameis Winston only threw 148 yards, props for five touchdowns, but you're not going to be able to have sustained success in this league with 148 passing yards a game. I'm telling you, this was a fluke. It sure, was sure. a beautiful I understand, but he's also throwing for 5,500 yards or whatever, over 5,000 yards. He can throw it. It's just a matter of don't throw picks with it. Throw it to the other team, yeah. I, I mean, but, yo, he had the eye surgery, is what I'll say. He had the eye surgery. I'm believing in that. <laughs> I stole your thunder. Who would be your biggest surprise if you had to go with another one? I mean, biggest surprise then? I mean, you got to talk about the Eagles, right? Very good. They, I, but the thing is, I really thought that was going to happen. I think Atlanta's not going to do anything again this year. They have no defense whatsoever. And I think Matt Ryan's time is up at this point, and it's looking more and more like that in my opinion. Devontae Smith, first career catch, 12-yard touchdown pass, ran straight past the – Yeah, he, he is, he's going to prove a lot of wrong. Doing exactly what they want him to do. Quick, we know he's quick. We said, what if he gets light up in the middle of the field? They say, don't put him in the middle of the field. Let's let him run a freaking fly route, run that fade. That was awesome. He did look very impressive in his debut. Um, I I've, got a, I've got another one uh, beyond those two. Uh, uh, mine would be Houston and Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about we had no idea what was going to happen there. Um, but then we found out Tyrod Taylor's a starting quarterback who has not started, what, over a year, right? Last year he got his uh, lungs puncture. Dude, he, he had a solid game. They hung 37 on Jacksonville. Uh, Brandon Cooks feasted. He had 130 yards. Mark Ingram, he, he rushed for almost, over 26 carries. He had a touchdown, almost 90 yards. Overall, their offense was flowing. They were looking good. Um, I thought Jacksonville was going to probably pull this off because we thought Houston was just going to be discombobulated coming into it. Um, but no, that was Trevor Lawrence. Um, he had the yards, but man, he threw the three interceptions. This is what I was kind of saying. Him coming in as the guy he is, will he try to just keep, I mean, he threw a lot, right? 51 attempts, but this is what we expected. That if you throw a lot, will he be able to protect the ball and get rid of it? Or are these guys going to be much quicker and faster, which I think what he thought was open truly wasn't open because he threw three interceptions. Three interceptions, first regular season loss in his career, which, I mean, There's you, more. you're spoiled if you made it all the way to the NFL and you just experienced your first regular season loss. Yeah, there will be more. Um, I'm not sold on their coach. I'm not sold on Trevor Lawrence, but yeah, I agree. So, Texans, man. What I, I was just looking at the Jacksonville's like schedule and the only game I feel like they can actually have a shot at winning is the Jets. And honestly, I think the Jets are going to overpower them. Like they're just slightly better of a team than them. Not a great team, but I don't Jets know when they went. started slow. They didn't score a point in the first half. They finally scored. Uh, all of their 14 points in the second half. Um, yeah. I was Zach Wilson did not look that great. Um, Agreed, but he also didn't throw three picks like Trevor Lawrence did. <laughs> on on what, what is projected to be the worst team in the league. Yep, yep. So, yeah. Biggest disappointment in week one of the NFL. I'm going to give this to the Bills. 
um, with all the talk, all the hype. I think some of us had them going to the Super Bowl, including myself. Um, You're playing a Steelers team that completely tanked at the end of last year. And for the most part, it's the same team, um, with the exception of Najee Harris, who actually didn't do that much in this game. And you lost to the Steelers at home. Um, Disappointment, big time. I have high expectations still for the Bills, but this just doesn't make any sense this first game. So I think one of the ones that I, uh, a couple of episodes, we were talking about what's one of the teams that we think is uh, maybe not a contender that I picked out with Green Bay, right? Green Bay coming in first game, Aaron Rodgers off. Like he had two interceptions, 130 yards. Uh, they put up three points, which it was, I mean, which you just harped on, right? Who was one of the greatest uh, uh, surprises. But after everything that went down, everything that was going on, like, this is what I was mentioning. I was like, when he comes back, is he going to come back? There was two guys we were going to see when they came back. Dak and him, would they come back and pick up where they left off? Or did, would all this off-season drama boil up in the locker room and something happen? Or I don't know what happened, but that, that, that was crazy. Yeah. Was- Agreed. Um, I'll give you mine, the Titans. Where, what happened? All that offensive power, what happened? Like, where where – couldn't they couldn't buy points it felt like at one point i feel like i'm looking back here because i don't have my, my i don't have what my happened is i drafted derrick henry and i drafted aaron Rodgers, and they said a big f you to me i well i drafted kyler murray and that man is a, gonna be mvp this year the way he played if y'all go watch if you guys didn't see the game go watch the replays he's playing madden out there he's literally like running from sideline to sideline about to look like he's gonna scramble take two steps back and launches it uh, Christian Kirk. You know who the equivalent is uh, from the NBA? Steph Curry. He's just on the field having fun. Like, he's yes. so good. That yes. he can I love it. Around, do those uh, almost out-of-bounds plays, extend the plays, but he makes it look easy, but he makes it look fun at the same time. Yeah. Also, I, I want to just throw this out as an honorable mention, disappointment. The 49ers defense. How did you guys let 33 points up by the Lions? Y'all can't tell me four people on the Lions, on the Lions offense. You can't tell me four people on the Lions offense. That is, I don't know what's going on, but that is another interesting one. Jared Goff threw for almost 60 attempts as well, like, which is wild. Like, we, we don't really see this many quarterbacks throwing 57, 58 attempts in a game, like, let alone in a season. In week one, we have almost three guys over 50 attempts. Jared Goff was not – like he didn't he he didn't play like like a all pro or anything, but he looked better than everyone thought he was gonna look. Everyone thought he was gonna get super exposed by not being um with with Sean McVay anymore. Look, they were down like twenty eight zero or something like that, and then rallied. I that game could have gone into overtime. It was like a couple of plays of going into overtime. So yeah, props had, to that man. He had he had three touchdowns, almost three hundred forty yards. Like clearly he was he was slinging the ball. Yeah. Also shout out to um Joe Burrow coming back winning that game for, for them, for the Bengals. Awesome, yeah, yeah, awesome win for them. Um, yeah, I agree with the Tennessee selection, dude. Um, obviously, new offensive coordinator, right? Todd Downing, who was a tight ends coach, is now their OC because their previous OC is now the Atlanta Falcons head coach. And the mm-hmm. previous OC before him was Matt LaFleur, who also left to go be the Green Bay Packers um, head coach. So the last two great offensive coordinators that really got Derrick Henry's performance going are now completely gone and so this Todd Downing guy may have a very short leash based on how he barely utilized their best weapon was it 
him or I can't remember who said it uh, when they asked about like offense, Derrick Henry is like, hey, we're just going to give the ball to the best guy on the team. And so it doesn't work. Then we'll figure things out. Somebody I can't remember if it was him or whoever said it, but that, I thought that was hilarious in retrospect. So like what happened? You're like, OK, clearly, you know what you want to do, but you didn't figure out what, how to you know, take advantage of how to do that. Right. If that's what he said, then that's the right answer. But looking at the stat sheet, they only ran it 17 times with Derrick Henry. So they obviously didn't do what they're preaching. But I agree. What a disappointing performance by the tight end. Yep. Pete, right, did you already give us your disappointment? Yeah. That's that Aaron Rodgers. So if we're going to go to MVP now, I'm going to stick with the same game. We were talking about Jameis Winston's five touchdowns. That didn't feel like a great five touchdowns. But Kyler Murray's five touchdowns, four in the air, one rushing, like that was a quarterback taking the game over and winning. Um, he's going to have an insane statistical season. I think he had an insane um, statistical season last year, too. He wasn't in the MVP running, um, so perhaps I may be wrong, but I feel like he had a great fantasy year, and that usually obviously correlates with stats, and he just looked, he looked like he was ready. I mean, that's, yeah. that's my guy. I guarantee that whoever, whoever picked him up in fantasy this week will win every single – every person will win their week one matchup because of a single hand. He put up over 45. That's mm-hmm. not true. I found a way to lose with, with Kyler Murray. I found uh, a way to lose. Uh, let me tell you why. <laughs> I can tell you why in, the, in my um, what's it called fantasy regret. But I'll give you my MVP for the week one is TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson, not Hawkinson. Hawkinson, dude. Dude lit it up, man. 21 points in PPR from a tight end that I didn't have to pay Travis Kelsey prices for. I got him in two places. I love it. I will put a caveat that let's see how Lamar Jackson comes out. Like, that could also be another interesting person to see. He yeah. could be rushing a lot, he could be throwing a lot. We don't know what's going to happen, but I, I guarantee that's going to be a fun matchup to watch too. Yeah. Also, I want to shout out um, Tyler Lockett. Two touchdowns. That helped. That helped me lose in another league too, but yeah, you know, it helped. Not making it embarrassing. I'm going to give, uh, I think, uh, honorable mention to uh, like Jamar Chase, right? Jamar Chase came out and killed it too. He got stick him on his gloves. He got stick him. I know he does. There's no way he I, learned I to catch. I a lot of leagues, but we didn't know. Like, we're like, he's got a lot of hype, but how is he going to do? He came out. He, he did well. Yeah. He did do well. Four catches, 95 yards, a touchdown. Um, I, I hope he continues to do well because I'm happy for Cincinnati. They look like they have a quarterback. They look like they have a number one wide receiver, and they haven't had that for a while. Biggest MVP, who do you guys got? You mean regret. That was MVP. Oh, sorry. Regret, yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, we doing that again? I got, I can find them. I didn't have that many MVPs uh, this week. I didn't have this. A Rod, man. <laughs> that was bad, right? Awful. Two I was picks. expecting at least a mediocre performance from him, like standard. You know, uh, these are the guys where they, if they have a bad game, a bad game is like, oh, 230, 240 yards, maybe two touchdowns, interception. No, this was an atrocious, awful, awful game. The two interceptions was bad, no touchdowns, and obviously they didn't even put anything up other than three points as an offense. Um, the former reigning MVP, definitely. What do you got, Gogo? So I want to say this. My, I'm in a two-QB league, right? And quarterbacks and running backs are of you know, very high value, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is all three wide receiver league, right? And a flex. The league is stupid. Um, my quarterbacks and receivers, not receivers, sorry, running backs, totaled out to... 20 points all together. So, Aaron Rodgers, shit the bed. Matt Ryan, shit 
shit the bed. Zeke Elliott, shit the bed. Najee Harris, shit the bed. And I lost by what is now 50 points. <laughs> well, I feel you. I'm in the same boat in our league. I am getting absolutely demolished and train wrecked by Aaron Rodgers not doing well. Saquon Barkley. Yeah, same. Anything. Um, so I basically need Lamar Jackson to put up like 50 points, carry the entire team, and I'll still lose. <laughs> yep. Yep. I literally last night, if, if, uh, David Montgomery had 55 points. I still would have lost by three points. <laughs> That's what it was like last night. Um, so yeah, it's a mess. Um, but yeah. What about you, Rush? Who was your big disappointment? Yeah, mine was going to be Saquon. Um, I think Pete just mentioned it. 10 carries, 26 yards. Obviously, he's coming off of injury, and so perhaps he's not 100% yet. But um, I definitely was hoping he'd pop off and be ready. But I guess as an NFC East, um, rival, maybe I should be happy he hasn't yet. So I'll, uh, I won't jinx it just yet. I want to throw out one more, which is a very interesting stat line, which you would have to know or have the player to understand. So I don't know if you guys saw DJ Chark. Uh, so he had 86 yards and a touchdown, but the, the interesting stat line here is he only caught three out of 12 passes. <laughs> Damn. So that, that's not good. That is not good at all. Drop, you know, two-thirds of his catches. Well, yeah, basically. Yeah, no, you only got a quarter of them, right? Yeah, he dropped three fourths of his catches, but he had 86 yards and a touchdown. That does not, I mean, fantasy wise, sure, you got some numbers, but that's awful. That's not a good look. How many, wait, how many receptions did he have? He went three for 12. Damn, because I, I have Marvin Jones, his, his counterpart on his own team, and he, had, he went nine for five, 77 yards and a touchdown. And now I'm starting to believe that the numbers don't mean what they mean. I think that these are bad throws, probably. So these are probably bad Trevor Lawrence throws. Is DJ Shark, uh, DJ, DJ Shark, right? That's his name. He he's a decent receiver. I mean, yeah, and Marvin Jones is Shark, 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 not Shark. That's weird. Um, yeah, yeah. fantasy better go better be, next week. Could be maybe this way, that way, but regardless, three for twelve does not look good. Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, let's go to the last thing. You all want to go to the last thing? The bold prediction for next for next week. Um. Someone that's an underdog that you think is going to win. Um, I want to say it has to be at least three points because otherwise, like, that's not really an underdog in my opinion. Um, so at least three points. But a, a lot of the spreads here on Monday are, like, really close. Uh, so who wants to kick it off? Or who wants to – or do you want me to just go? I can go if you guys want me to. You've got go. one. I'm, I'm brewing one up right now. All right. Well, I think that – I don't really know if I actually believe this or not, but I'm just going to go with it. The Titans are five and a half point underdogs against the Seahawks. Ooh. But I think they're going to bounce back. I, I, they got too many weapons. They got Julio, AJ Brown, and Derrick Henry. That's a lot. I think week one was a little bit of a fluke. I, I, I do think it was a little bit of a fluke. I, week one's always a little bit of a fluke. But I'm probably going to put a little money here on the Titans. That, w- that would be my, my pick. All right, I'm going to throw another crazy one. All, All right. right. We're going to go with Houston. We're going to go with Tyrod Taylor that we trust against Damn. the Browns. That's a 12-and-a-half line spread. Wow. Okay, that's not happening. Do you think they cover <laughs> or do you think they win? I think they win. Oh, that's wild. I, cover, I would have taken you. I think it would be a six-point game, but to win, that's, that's crazy. That the, crazy. They, he came out slinging it, and he's looking good, like, not like he's got anything to lose. He's just out here playing, so you never know. Yeah. The Browns, are, I've always told you, are the guys that 
are those biggest pretenders. You never know what they're going to do. Until one year, they become not a pretender. Yeah. But until then, until then, if, I'm with you. If, if I'm with you. Game for a large, you know, potential to slip that. I think that's that game right there that Texas could potentially pull off another W. Hundred percent. I actually I looked at that, but that difference in points must be in Vegas. Yeah, I mean, clearly it's it's massive. I mean, I took like I said, I'm taking a stretch here. I just based off of some own personal bias opinion. I've always loved Tyrod Taylor and the way that he came out looking the first first game. I got to go with it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Rush, what is your bold take for this week? I could see the Panthers beating the Saints. They're a three and a half point underdog. I just talked about how Jameis Winston is is a pretender to me, uh, but I'm going to go with the Vikings beating the Cardinals. We were just talking about how amazing Kyler Murray looked um, with his five touchdowns. The Vikings are going to Arizona, also three and a half point underdogs. But Minnesota is better than what they appeared in Week One. They have weapons all across that offense. Their defense is where they're the weakest. Um, but I don't know. I got a feeling that Dalvin Cook, you'll start seeing Jefferson and Adam Thielen pop off in that week two matchup. I think Adam Thielen was, it wasn't rated as high coming into the season, right? A lot of people think he's kind of slipped, but he looked good. In nine receptions, yeah. three yards and two touchdowns. I've always thought he's a great receiver, a great route runner. Um, and if you've got, Cousins behind the ball, you know he's going to get you the damn ball. So that that's a deadly, deadly quarterback receiver combo that you can't sleep on. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to have some fun matchups next week. We got Dallas and Chargers at four thirty. We mentioned who do you got? Seahawks. Who do you got for the for the Dallas Dallas game? Dallas, Dallas Chargers. I have Dallas winning a lot of games this year. Um, Dallas, but the Chargers are uh, favored by three. I'm not saying yeah. this as a hater. I'm not because I do actually think that I think Dallas is good, but I think the Chargers are really good. I think Chargers they're going to be the surprise team this year. Like, I think. Yeah, good. I was going to say Chargers played down to the competition in Washington yeah. Week One. I think so too. I I think Dallas is going to end up winning this division by like two games, in my opinion. But I think the Chargers will be good. Key for us is defense. We know we we can score. We've got the weapons on offense. How, how much defense can we play to not have to rely on them, have to score every single time, right? First game we lost because we had to keep scoring on offense again and again and again. We're going to run out of time. You got to get defensive stops. Yeah. I, I Honestly, this is this is going to be just like that Bucks game. So I think that the, the Chargers are just a younger version of the Bucks in my opinion, minus the Tom Brady factor. They have yeah. a lot on defense and a lot on I'm offense. Not, I'm not completely sold on our defense yet. Like, we definitely yeah. got – the right piece is going to take some time to get, get it really, you know, gelled mm-hmm. together and flowing, but it, it's better than what we've had in the past. So I expect us to be doing better, right? Like we shouldn't mm-hmm. allow 30 to 40 points a game, which is what we've allowed in the past season because our defense has been trash, been annihilated with injury, but everything that we did is in order to stop that, mitigate that. So we need yep. to show that. Now, if you hold them to like in the mid twenties and they score, okay, I get that. But like, you can't get into the thirties or forties. That's just you're not gonna win that way. I, I, it's a one possession game at the end of the game. I think I think it's a one possession game. Yeah, I, yeah. I can see that. Oh. Next Sunday night, Kansas City at Baltimore. It's gonna be a hell That's of a match. Crazy. I, it really depends on what tonight looks like for the Baltimore. What do they look like, and who is their running back? That, I think that's a big thing we're going to learn, and that's going to make a big difference. If, if Baltimore looks good, that, that might be a little tough for the Chiefs. I mean, depending on how they also just played the Browns. Am I, we'll see Baltimore that. play tonight, their first yeah. game, Monday Night Football. But, yeah, that's something we didn't really touch on, the, the amount of injuries that Baltimore has gone through these last few weeks, starting with J.K. Dobbins 
against the Washington football team in their last preseason game. And then since then, they've lost two other running backs and their starting cornerback in Marcus Peters. Um, and they've just gone into free agency and signed everybody, right? Devontae mm-hmm. Freeman, Latavius Murray, Le'Veon Bell. Um, they got Devontae Freeman? They got all three of them. Le'Veon Bell and Devontae I know Freeman on the practice squad. Latavius Murray, they signed directly to the roster. I um, think Latavius Murray is going to end up being the guy. Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell have been on teams and get cut and don't get any playing time. Latavius Murray still seen the ball here and there. The funny thing is, um, Murray's actually the oldest, I think, of yeah. the three. Yeah, but um, he's he was getting used on the Saints. He wanted more money. That's why he was gone, because he wanted more money at the end of the day. Yeah, he's 31. The other two are still in their 20s. He's been that semi-consistent guy that teams need yeah. as a backup, and he bounces around. Yeah. Lev Bell's just fat now. Which is like, wild to think that he was he was the stud, right? He was the man years ago. Like that was the number one pick that everyone's going for. Yeah, it, it's wild. It, times have changed so it much. Shows you how quick this can fall off at, at the running back position. Yeah, no, it, agreed. It's it's crazy. Your lifespan is so little. I want to ask one question here. So the 49ers play the Eagles, three and a half point game. I I just want to go in the NFC East here. Do you think they go two and zero, or do you do the 49ers bounce back? After seeing, or not bounce back, but do they come to their defensive form of what happened to the Lions? I think Philly's going to be 2-0 to start the season. Really? Early lead. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they get exposed. I think we realize how bad Atlanta is. Let's hope so. <laughs> and then I, before... Bad, but I also think that, I think Jalen Hurts is good. Like, he, it's, not, it's not a fluke that how he did in college, he switched to another college, right? He still did well. Uh, he came out this game, he threw almost three touchdowns, 270 yards. Like, we know he can throw the ball. Like, that's one of the best things he can do is throw the ball, but he can also run the ball. I think when you've got both sets of assets like that, it makes it tough on teams. But we'll see. I think uh, I think the I think the fluke is on the other side of the ball. I don't think they can hold a team to three points again. I don't think that's possible. Yeah, that's, six, yeah. Yeah, that, or six, yeah. Um, okay, then last game, and then if we want to, Call it there. We can Washington Thursday night special. Washington Gi- versus the Giants. I don't. I think we lose again. I think we lose again. I think Saquon plays more, and we lose yeah, again. Yeah, I think Saquon comes out. They 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 increase that uh, that workload, yeah. and you're, you're it's not going to be good for you. Yeah, but I also I also think X factor. If he if he does well, you guys are screwed. But if if he if he's limited in uh, reps again, maybe. But. In fairness, we didn't let the Chargers run the ball way too much. It, it was the passing that got us, and I don't believe Daniel Jones is, is um, Herbert. So, I don't know. I think it's going to be a really shitty game to watch, in my opinion. I think it's going to be a shitty game to watch. <laughs> but we'll find out on Thursday. What do you think? Do you think they're going to win? Uh, I don't think they're going to win. I unfortunately think – They'll make some mistakes, um, but I'm excited because I think they have a chance with Tyler uh, Heineke. Um, right. I'm not down on him like some people are now that Ryan Fitzpatrick is out for the majority of this season. Um, I think he's I think he's better than people think. He has a sixth sense in the pocket, which very few quarterbacks have. He's got that Michael Vick eyes behind your head. He knows when to run out of the pocket, and he's proven that. Um, he also is decisive with his throws. I love yep. that about him. Everything yep. else about him is pretty average. Um, but those two aspects are good, good features to have in a pro football quarterback. So I've got some hope for him. If he's Andy Dalton, we're okay for at least a season. He's just Andy Dalton. At the end of the day. 
who has a uh, short she, lease. I bet you they go to Justin Fields. Very oh, they sh- I think they're going Justin Justin Fields, if not at the second half of this week or the next week after that. It's over. It was just to not for him to not die meeting Aaron Aaron Donald. That was it. Agreed. Yeah. Well, we'll find out on next week's episode of I Call Next once week two of the NFL is in the books. Until then, we'll see you guys later. Peace. Make sure you subscribe.